0: Hey everybody, this is the Empty Arena Podcast, Episode 2 of Season 1. I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Nick. And today we have our other hosts who finally decided to join us, Chris and
1: Danny.
2: Real nice. Hey, this is Chris, everybody. How you guys doing? This is Danny, and uh, Chris and I just want to let Andrew, Nick, and John know that they're jerks for calling us We heard what you said.
1: We heard. We We like it.
2: And we just want to let you know that without us, this show would be nothing, nothing. But you did a good job last week. Well done. Yeah. yeah so why don't we even thank, to you. thank you? Uh, A.K. the Godfather. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm torn between two people: uh, Ultimate Warrior and uh, Stone Cold. Um, I've been pretty much watching wrestling since I was in diapers because my father is a gigantic, as you guys know, he's a gigantic fan of wrestling, and. Uh, He, I mean, he's been watching wrestling since the 70s. He went to Madison Square Garden, saw Bruno San Martino, um, you know, and he really got me into it. So I was watching at a very, very early age, uh, and I've been watching ever since. And much like Chris, I saw WCW and WWE Mm. just switching back and forth. But I mean, Stone Cold was just, to me, like, he was so ahead of his time. He was kicking the shit out of his boss. I mean, you know... What person would not want to do that? I mean, shit, we were young then, but now, who wouldn't want to, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, I just, uh, his character was just so cool, and he didn't give a shit, Mm -hmm. it was perfect. Um, And if I had to pick my favorite match, I guess I'm torn between a few, but my first favorite match would have to be WrestleMania six, where Ultimate Warrior destroyed Hulk Hogan. And I loved every second of it. Um, I know a lot of people don't like that match, but as a kid, I just loved it. I thought it was amazing. He fucking lifted him up over his shoulders. Hogan was like, what, 320? And he just military pressed Hogan. It was fantastic. And then, uh, you know, if I had to pick another match, I thought that the, the WrestleMania... Uh, TLC, you know the first like ladder match with uh, the triple threat, the Latter triple match, threat or or ladder match. I mean that's just Legend hands Christian. down one of the best matches I've ever seen. I think the Dudleys were in that match the too. Dougleys, Dugleys, Hardings, and uh, yeah. Hart, and the Dudleys, Matt and the Hardy Boy. Yeah,
3: it wasn't advertised as a TLC match, but it basically was a TLC match because right, <laughs> <yeah>.
2: the kitchen <laughs> sink. Yeah. But yeah, you know um, my dad's the real reason why I got into it. I mean he's just he's got this special ability to call a match before anything even happens. Like, you guys remember, you were at my house one day. I've seen it. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, the miss is gonna come out of nowhere and he's gonna hit him with a chair and then uh, this guy's gonna win. And sure enough, like, it, it happened. It was so outlandish. but it happened. I happen. told you. I told you, dude, <laughs> he's gonna do it. You'll see. Watch. <laughs>
4: and one interesting story before we get into SummerSlam. Danny was the one that got me into wrestling because we played WWF Warzone. I picked Gold Dust. Oh. He picked man. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I thought Goldust was the coolest <laughs> wrestler. I don't know why. Go-
2: Gold dust is- to get housed. I'm sure. Go- Gold dust is still the coolest no, wrestler. Let me tell you something about the-, the WWE games. Andrew beat me up until the second SmackDown, I think. And then after that he has not won a match ever since. Just saying. Clean. Clean. <laughs> Okay, so
0: uh, th- those are answers from Chris and Danny, those cl- completing last week's segment. Uh, now we're going to go right into uh, the reviews and recaps. So, um, first up, we're going to start off
2: with SummerSlam. What do you think? Eh. SummerSlam. What can we say about SummerSlam? <laughs> it was
1: a, a significant event, I guess, I suppose, <laughs> if you can call it that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, there were definitely some things of SummerSlam that I really liked. There were a few things that I didn't like, but uh, maybe we should just kind of uh, talk about each match one by one.
3: Yeah, let's run through the card. I suppose yeah. we could start off with the opener, the hot opener, as expected. Uh, Seth Rollins and Drew and uh, Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title.
2: Yeah. I was hoping, I was really hoping that um, Dean Ambrose would have turned at the end. I thought that would have been cool because, you know, since Seth won the title, that could have been a really cool startup to have the two of them feud or something like that. Right.
3: Right. It could have been really good. I think the problem, I know it's kind of jumping ahead, but, you know, we as we saw with Becky Lynch turning heel on Charlotte, I think maybe yeah. they, want, they didn't want to pull the trigger on two heel turns in the same night. I don't know if that's ever happened on a pay-per-view if I can remember, but... I mean, yeah, you know, I think everybody was thinking that because sure. Ambrose came back, he's got the new look, he's got the haircut, he's jacked up, you know, he's, he's looking menacing now, maybe he'll turn, but I guess, you know, wasn't in the cards. Well, not I, yet, at least. Yeah, not yet.
4: I thought that we would see Ziggler hold it for maybe a little longer mm. and have something where, you know, Ziggler was fighting Rollins and then mm-hmm. Ambrose would fight Drew McIntyre and they would do some, like, that- tag... Feud leading yeah. it's like Hell in a Cell maybe like a Hell in a Cell Tornado Tag
2: match. That would be, I, I mean McIntyre, I, just looking at McIntyre from when he was in the WWE and then left and came back, mm-hmm. he is jacked. I man. don't know why, I thought you were going to say McIntosh <laughs> McIntosh is yeah, jacked.
0: That guy, guy McIntosh <laughs>
3: Well he we went from a McIntosh to just a plain old Mac now.
4: <laughs> yeah man <laughs> you know, Actually, I guess
0: it has to do with uh, Vinny Mac like yeah. the same, I, uh, I well, and, the I want some mac I want some mac and, and cheese yeah, right.
4: <laughs> I feel like the rest of this review I need to talk about Raw but I don't want to get into the big happening of Raw because <laughs> right. that'll be, that'll be about. after our
0: SummerSlam uh, recap
4: yes. so maybe we should table the, the Seth and Dolph match because I have a lot to Agreed. say Agreed. I have, I have a lot to say about, about. the events <laughs> that
1: happened last night, is that what you're referring to? Yes. Yes, I I'm believe referring that is what Andrew's talking about. Yep. Yes. We'll definitely Wait. talk
4: about that. The shield. Cool. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but.
0: So all right. so all right. So, so we all agree that it, it was a good match, but it could have won slightly different from yeah. other ways. But
1: right. although
4: I love Seth, I was happy to see him win. Absolutely.
1: How many times has he won the title now? Is this like six?
3: This is only his second intercontinental title really? reign, yeah. Really? He, he had feel it for. Like a, he has it. Oh, yeah, yeah he did. The have first it reign, he had it for a while. I mean, since right. WrestleMania, I think he had it for about three, four months or something like that. So,
1: yeah. Not like my boy, the Miz, was eight. Well, mm-hmm. you're also well, thinking
0: Seth will also run the uh, the world heavyweight champion. Or as my father would say, "Yeah, he, he was that for a while."
2: Right. As my father would say, "That jerk, the Miz." That j- hey, he's the man. I freaking love him. But
4: now that you brought up The Miz, should we discuss The Miz and Daniel Bryan? Yeah, because yeah. he's awesome. And
1: I'm so happy he
4: won. <laughs> so happy he won despite the fact that he used brass knuckles. To win. As oh, any whoa, good whoa, whoa, whoa. heel would do. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, wait a it's minute. vintage whoa, wait, heel work. Wait, who
1: saw brass knuckles? I didn't see question anything. Mark. <laughs> yeah, I saw Maurice's boobies.
3: <laughs> we it saw <laughs> it on the, on the ever-useless uh, instant replay.
0: Which has? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that off, referees but, don't look at. It, apparently. By, by the way, uh, Chris just mentioned boobies. He is married. <laughs> you think he? Ca- you
3: think he cares?
4: You think Chris cares? I care. Yeah, yeah. That. There are two married men in this room. I'm just going to put that out there. And one. One to be married. To be married.
2: Whatever. Whatever. She's she's all right. We have to, <laughs> which,
4: We're respectful respectful two women. I promise
2: yes we are <laughs> <laughs> sure we actually are despite yes, no, how it are. may sound <laughs> but no I mean I, I actually liked that I liked the fact that they brought out a foreign object even though we didn't see it you know that was really cool that that reminded me of the old days you know
4: now where do you think this feud is going from here because obviously this is stage one of probably, uh, I, I, think go, of I think this is gonna go. I think this is gonna go on
0: for a very long time. Well, the yeah, ladies, so. the Miz and Daniel Bryan, it's gonna be like I said last week. It's gonna be like the like to the likes of The Rock and Triple H or, mm-hmm. or Austin and McMahon for a
1: while. It's gonna go on for a very long time, and it's gonna just get better with age, just like once yes. And I think now they're trying to involve the ladies. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched SmackDown yet, but I got an alert on my phone um, that Brie Bella had come back and had confronted Maurice along with. Daniel Bryan and The Miz, so perhaps mm-hmm. at Hell in the Cell, there's going to be a mixed tag match,
4: which I think makes a lot of sense that they would try to prolong this feud, mm-hmm.
1: take the heat off of them, and add something, and then you come back to it, and so maybe a stipulation match, something
3: like that. I could see them trading wins back and forth between now and maybe WrestleMania. Maybe that'll be the big payoff. Who knows? But you know, this this feud is something that I think uh, how how far is like,
2: WrestleMania like six months? April ninth, April nineteenth, April. April ninth, April seventh. April seven seven April months 7. from now. My, my so seven months now. Do, you, do you think that's too long? So you're not going to. Eat well, anything. they did no.
3: the authority storyline with Daniel Bryan starting at a SummerSlam. I mean, a couple of years ago when it was, right. you know. So they carry that through Mania the next year. Makes so, sense. I mean, Makes it could sense. it could work if they stretch it out the right way. I guess. Sure. Absolutely.
2: So we'll see. Probably have the both of them in the Royal Rumble and, like, fighting each other oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, sure, oh, something yeah. like that, absolutely.
1: Can we talk about the physicality of the match a little bit? Or the way that uh, the pace was? Or how how well... Absolutely, the Miz, sure. Um, <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> that The Miz actually kept up with Daniel Bryan. And say what you want about The Miz, where he is a little bit more safe and he doesn't take the risks that other wrestlers do, that Daniel Bryan absolutely did yesterday. Um, but that shows... I mean, that's heel nature. That's him uh, trying to do more with less or less with more. Mm -hmm. Talking about the brass muckle, knuckles, muckles, muckles. Last
4: week I made a comment, a comic book reference. I said Batman and the Joker. You just
1: mucked
0: mucked that up, Chris.
4: (laughs) Oops. Batman and the Joker are arch enemies, right? Joker is not Batman's equal when it comes to fighting, but ultimately he gets the upper hand in certain situations. This Daniel Bryan Miz uh, feud reminds me of that, where mm-hmm. you have someone who is a skilled in ring worker, and you have the Miz who is better on the mic than he is in the ring. However, they're still enemies because they're just so different.
2: Yeah, but you can't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put the Miz down because he's no. he's in in ring. He, he's, he's he's gotten better. He's, yeah, he's gotten better over I mean, this year. He was a he was a, a champion, and we enjoyed him as a champion. Mm-hmm. You know. He was the most must see WWE
4: champion of all time. Right, obviously. Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm not saying anything about his charisma or how he spoke on the mic or, yeah, I'm not saying that he was a terrible in ring worker. I'm just saying that he is standard. He's no he's, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Wines. no, he's not Daniel Bryan. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, that sounds bad. I love The Miz. I don't want him to hear this. I'm sure he he's loves listening you to too. Now.
1: I'm sure he's listening right now. Hi, Miz. Hey, Miz. We should just rename this podcast
0: the Full Arena Podcast. There's all five of us here tonight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Charlotte Flair, Carmella, Becky Lynch. I'm triple like Threat for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's a very good match. Good, good match. Very,
2: very good match. I, I enjoyed it. I loved... I, first off, believe it or not, Carmella is a great female heel. Mm-hmm. She was And she's from and Staten Island. Staten she, she she's she's not. She's from, Florida. from Florida. Oh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh,
1: She's anywhere but Staten Island. Right. Like
2: Triple H? <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. I mean, um, you know, I like Charlotte. I'm glad that... I'm sorry, that Massachusetts. So Massachusetts, I is corrected. that where she's from? I like Charlotte. I like that she won. She's she, She's she been a good champion. Um, you know, like I said, Carmella did great with the heel. And, and hopefully, because I really think that Becky Lynch, um, you know, deserves the title, and, and could have a really good run with it. So hopefully, uh, you know, they build that up for sure. She She's not ready for it right now. Well, she,
3: I believe, was the first SmackDown Women's Champion. Yes, she yeah. So I think at the time that they had some idea of being invested in her, I just... The problem is that she's now sharing a show with Charlotte, who is... If you're talking about women, right now, I think as far as the marketing and the expectation, Ronda Rousey is their number one, and Charlotte's their Mm. 1A. So I know that there's the rumor, I I mentioned it on the previous episode, that they want to build to have a match between those two. Now, I don't know if that means that Charlotte and Ronda are both going to hold the titles, their respective titles, from now until WrestleMania to have that match. I don't know. Maybe there might be a, a a drop or two in between in the interim for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's refreshing to see Becky uh, as far as unleashing another side of her that we haven't seen.
1: Which different, is uh, definitely a different part of her character.
4: You need that. More brutal
1: side of her character.
2: Yeah, definitely.
4: I was very surprised to see Becky turn heel. I was expecting mm-hmm. to see Carmella sneak out with the champ, uh, with the championship. And then have Charlotte and Becky maybe have a number one contendership match on SmackDown like the next night, and we go from there, Hell in a Cell. But the fact that Charlotte won, now Becky is in that weird heel territory, it's going to be interesting to see how she interacts with Yeah, but with the, f- the fans
1: are actually cheering her. She's so over. That's a um, whole other conversation about who kicker. should be
4: booed and who should be cheered.
1: Yeah, I think the lines
3: between faces and heels these days are so blurred. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah I mean, well, you know, with
0: social media and everything, like Braun right. Strowman is supposed to be, he plays a monster face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think exactly. WWE is supposed to make him be a heel. Mm-hmm. So he's on Instagram, and if anyone follows him on Instagram or any other form of social media, he is a big teddy bear.
2: Yeah, a lot of a yeah. lot of the wrestlers when they're on Instagram, like you know, kayfabe is totally <laughs> ruined <exist>. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what so, it is. think kind of
0: still so, it down. it's kind of the same with like Sean Flair and, and Becky Lynch like if you see the, if you walk up to them on the streets right, right.
4: now I, I although we haven't watched Smackdown yet I think they're going to keep Becky as an actual heel not as a yeah trainer. definitely I think that's yeah I that. right and
1: I'm sure she was on Smackdown tonight uh, kind of explaining her actions of what she did and there was a, a cat fight. No, there was a there
3: was a mention at a house show uh, that took place between SummerSlam and tonight. I don't know if there was a a house show for SmackDown, but there was a clip of Becky Lynch coming out and attacking Charlotte post match, yeah. I believe. So they're clearly running with it. That, I think geez, that was whatever. like last yeah. night in yeah. Atlantic City. Yes, that's Absolutely, right. Absolutely, yeah. Wow, Atlantic City. AC, well, good times. Times. There. <laughs>
0: that, place, that place is still there.
4: John, since you mentioned uh, Braun Strowman. Mm. Do you want to get into Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens?
0: I do. So, the Braun Strowman the, like. the and Kevin Owens match was pretty good. Um,
1: what? <laughs> were were <laughs> we watching the same match? Did you go to the bathroom?
2: Yes, actually, I was in the bathroom. Were you looking down? That was good? I mean, the only thing the only thing that I didn't like about it, you know, obviously I assumed Strowman was going to win, but right. they built it up beautifully. I mean the Strowman KO feud that they were having the past few times on Raw was great. I mean you know he put him in the dumpster, it reminded me. Porta potty. Yeah, the porta potty. That, that was whatever. the last time you watched it. That was like two right. months ago. <laughs> right. No, he put him in the porta potty, and it reminded me of when Mick Foley and Cactus Jack went into the dumpster, and the New Age Outlaws pushed them.
1: McFoley and Cassius Jack the same I mean, <laughs> it's Terry Funk. Terry was. Funk.
0: Terry. You see, you guys are messing me up now. Well, <laughs> this is. This, by the way, this just became full circle. Terry Funk was in the original Arena match, so. Oh, there you hey, go. Yo, hey, hi Thank We did that on purpose. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. <laughs> no, but you know the Terry Funk McFoley thing, and and I just you know I really enjoyed it. Like Strongman was going backstage. He was going after Kevin Owens. You know, Owens was having. Um, Jinder Mahal fight him that one time That was funny uh, After the the little skit that they did So I mean it it was just so great And then Strowman comes and crushes Owens Like Owens doesn't even get a chance to do and Not even make it a match You know that kind of bothered me a little bit
3: The build up was great Like you said Danny And it's unfortunate that they Went this route mm-hmm. With Squash and KO I am just hoping that I know it sounds crazy. I'm not hoping that the guy is hurt, but a lot of times you may see something like that where a guy may be, you know, dealing with some kind of nagging injury that he can't work a full match. I don't know.
1: I mean And he was also not on the episode of Raw the next night.
3: Right. I mean they're 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 they're, they're keeping him off, you know, they're keeping him away from the ring right now, it seems. I I don't know why, but yeah. We'll see.
4: I feel with with this feud, Strowman as a face doesn't work as well when you have Kevin Owens as the heel. This works better when you have a Miz as the heel. Like cause no matter what, I love the Miz, but when I see him get crushed, I, like I cheer because he <laughs> deserves it. Like he de- uh, uh, he is a heel, he deserves it.
1: I Kevin Owens the, the smile right off my boy's face. He
4: had a prize fighter gimmick when he first started. Like mm-hmm. he beat John Cena clean. I think he did. Well, he was definitely he in a feud with in, John Cena. In, like, two
1: tries. He did. Two, it was it was tries he first go, match, right? he did. No. no, Kevin Owens. No,
4: Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think his whole, his whole original gimmick was supposed to be a prize fighter. He was a
4: prize fighter gimmick. You know, he came from NXT as the NXT champ. This is not... I, I just don't think this is the, the, the guy you pair with Braun Strowman if you're planning on crushing this heel. Right. Well, I, it, I wasn't it, happy with it at all. I, I love Kevin Owens, and I just thought it was... Uh, too much of a squash match.
2: For Agreed. Him, like yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah.
4: But I think we should move into something uh, a little controversial. So this next match, it actually wasn't advertised. This was Finn Balor the Demon versus
2: Baron Corbin. I don't know if you guys saw Raw. Danny, Super go ahead. controversial. Yeah, controversial because, again, another squash match. Like... Corbin did nothing. Balor came out, did some moves, hey, beat hey, him up. you're talking about the constable. But
4: but apparently, Corbin did not agree to a match with the Demon.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Is- so, so I, like how, I like how at Raw they did that. I mean, that is pretty fun. But, you know, I mean, still, it, it was just such a, a squad.
3: Because it's two different people, right? It's two different, <laughs> totally different people.
2: You know,
4: with the same logic, I hope Balor wins the Rumble. Because he can come in as the demon, get eliminated, and come back in as the man. (laughs) And he could go to WrestleMania. No, no, no.
0: You know what should happen?
4: Same logic. Finn Balor should win
0: one title, the universal title. Demon Finn Balor should win uh... (laughs) a... And then they have to go do this contract signing. Is, this
4: is and the big
3: then, and then there'll be a unification match where he fights himself and he's like half-painted and he's like slapping <laughs> himself in the face and he throws himself on the floor and he takes the coup de grace and goes, <gasps> like he just does a stomach
0: crunch. Yeah. <laughs> that that may need uh, some psychology uh, majors to help
1: that <laughs> we'll work on that. At your service. Yes, I'm very yes. flexible in terms of pay. Clearly... <laughs> But can when we talk about this? Is the match that he needs the demon for? Right. This this is the match. This is this is it.
3: They needed him f- to do the demon because nobody else was gonna watch it unless they. <laughs> that's why I feel. But
1: I you think know that, that was it, the, the, his entrance was the most was the most interesting part of the match <laughs> in every way. But you you know what though it, it gave shock value to the
2: match. Nobody expected it. No, I mean look. Balor is a great wrestler. Like, there's no doubt about the, it. The man or the
1: demon? Wh- which one are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I don't know. The Demon King? The it Demon King. Oh, by the way, I just laughed and I just sounded like Ted
0: DiBiase. <laughs> money, money, so. Okay. mommy, the Okay.
4: It's the equivalent of wearing a three-piece suit to a dive bar. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but Baron Corbin wears three-piece suits.
0: No, but he, just, he, he, he wants just wears,
2: some wears some the
1: vests. instead of about
4: I think we should probably shift to another match before we get lost yeah. in the yeah. Finn Balor demon. <laughs> in
1: the ridiculousness of it all. All
0: right, so um, nice. I say we, since we're kind of going right into the big matches, maybe we should go back to the smaller matches. So let's start off with the uh, the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, that. nobody position. watched it, I don't yeah. think. But I think the best match in there probably would have been either the Rusev Atlanta match or the B Team. B Team, so, B Team, go I, go I, I go! It. I didn't watch it, and I know. You idiots didn't watch it because we were all sitting down together. <laughs> except for Danny. Uh,
2: and I don't think Danny watched it while he was driving upstate. I, I actually did watch when I got there using your uh, network, John. Oh, thanks. So, <laughs> so Danny, since you watched the pre-show. No, I didn't watch the, I watched the regular one, not
0: the pre-show. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I don't think anyone watched it, but I'm assuming there were good matches. I'm
1: sure it was wonderful. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so Almas defeated Rusev and Lana. Well, sorry, Almas and Zelina defeated Rusev and Lana, and the B team defeated the Revival as a tag team. Mm. But on but on Raw, sorry, I'm distracted because uh, we heard a cat meowing in the distance.
2: <laughs> Brooklyn L- apartment, guys. Brooklyn, Brooklyn <laughs> apartment. <laughs> Yo, where you at? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yo, B.
0: Hey,
1: Denise, come outside.
0: <laughs> hey, Aaron. Hey, um, so, yeah. So, so, yes, so we yes. just jumped off top of that. But, um, I, I agree with Andrew on this one, and I know he's going that the B team defeated them as a tag team, but they could not beat the revival as singles competitors, which is great.
4: Which I don't know if it's great.
0: It's funny. I mean, great.
2: Great meaning funny. Cause yeah.
0: It's it's all so stupid, but.
2: Well, I mean, you know, it just shows how great of a tag team they are together. Oh,
4: God. Mm. (laughs) Let's see what you go with that. Anyway, let's go to the polar opposite of the pre-show. Ronda Rousey defeating Alexa Bliss. Yeah, man. So,
0: Alexa Bliss uh, had her arm quote-unquote broken. Um, (laughs) Being double-jointed is great for that. Oh, yeah. Because it looks awesome. You can sell a bending arm. It's great, but I think that was a pretty cool match to watch
2: seeing Ronda Rousey kick Alexa Bliss's his ass.
4: History was made.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean I, I love Rousey. Um, you know, I like I I liked her in the UFC as well. She's got some great judo background, a, a little jiu-jitsu background. Um, you know, so bringing bringing that style into the WWE is cool because it it makes it look a little bit more legitimate when when she's when she's doing some of this stuff. Hundred uh, percent. You know, uh, the only thing is her her striking. <laughs> also, uh,
0: just precursor to what uh, Danny's saying, he is a black belt in jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Japanese, Japanese, Japanese dreaming. So, uh, just let everyone know that's listening to this. He is not a BS artist. He is <laughs> he legitimate. He knows what he's, he talking, knows what he's about. talking about. The,
2: the, a little bit, but Sensei. but uh, but the one the one thing that. Um, that I don't like when Rousey does it is I don't like um, the way that she strikes. I think she, she could definitely add to that, you know, nice, nice, better strikes. But anyway, um, I thought the match was awesome. The match was awesome. Yes. What about her makeup? What was up with that? <laughs> <laughs> can, can I can I
1: say that she had strong Commander Worf <laughs> 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 Some vibes coming around? See, <laughs> at that point, folks. <laughs> I think Natty um, could Google have came a picture of, of Commander War. If you'll see what I'm talking <laughs> Star about. Trek plug over here.
0: Um, and, and, and Natty actually came out as her valet per se. Um, wearing, valet, wearing her, her
1: valet
2: jacket. That was nice. yeah, yeah that was, was
4: nice. nice. She looked yeah, it was nice to see her out. Right.
2: And about at at an at an event. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I
1: like the match. It was great. Yeah. But can I ask a question here? Can I interject? Do you think that they put the belt on her too soon? Now, where do you go from here? You, she's just going to wrestle everybody no, in the division? No, I don't division? think they
0: put it on her too soon. I think it was built up well. It, it was actually beginning to build up from uh, WrestleMania 34, I think it was, when uh when she came out to basically slap Stephanie McMahon. Um, yeah. That basically just showed that she had power right back then. But when she signed with WWE... Um, I think just want to talk. Are you talking about when she
3: jumped over the barricade to help the rock? Right, that was 30. That was like right? that was like no, that was like 3 years ago. I don't know exactly what WrestleMania that was, but um no, nevertheless, I mean it, the the seeds were planted from that time. Sure, you know, that that she was going to come in anyway, so.
4: Right. I think over the next few months we're going to see Ronda in a situation where she is maybe taking on not necessarily part-timers, but I'm sorry, it was actually WrestleMania 31.
0: All right. All right.
4: Yep. But I, from what I understand, she might be taking on Nikki Bella at Evolution.
2: That would be good. Why?
4: And I think that's it? going that to lead. But why?
1: What, what? 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, say it. Oh no! I just don't understand why you would have such a match. Why? Why?
2: Why? Why, why Nikki, Nikki? Nikki Bella's been a Divas champion. Like what? She's gonna get ten ten destroyed. I don't All know about ten times. Well, but, yeah, but but I mean, you know, Chris, that's the whole that's the whole point. I mean, like, look, here's what they're doing with Rousey, right? It's se- it seems like they're making her out to be the female Brock Lesnar, right? I mean, you know, now hopefully, what Andrew is saying, I hope that comes to fruition, and that she's not just going to be the person who comes in every pay per view or every other pay per view and is not wrestling on Raw. But if she is wrestling on Raw, Nikki Bella makes makes a good. A good opponent for her because yeah, by, by name only, I would think. Nikki Bella was actually the Diva Champion twice. Twice, well, but, but she held it for a long time, right? Well, I feel like she held it for a long time.
1: I, I'm just thinking in terms of the technical wrestling standpoint, where Nikki Bella, she looks fantastic in her ring attire, but she's <laughs> she's not a great mat wrestler. She doesn't have all the moves that Ronda Rousey she, uh, has.
0: Yes, Nikki Bella held it for three hundred and seven days, not consecutive. Gotcha,
2: I. But you know what though? Like, who who else? As far as names go, yeah, Nikki Bella. But as far as like fighting style, what Nia Jax? Is that the only? That's the only other person who 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 uh, she could wrestle.
1: I I know that they're building towards Charlotte Flair, but I I get where you're coming from, but maybe like. You know, you could put maybe Lita in there. Some, you know, somebody that you're Whoa. not going to see every week. Lita. That's what I mean. I th-
4: I think she's going to take on opponents that are maybe part time, like Nikki Bella, for example. I've heard mm-hmm. she's. I heard she's going to face her at Evolution, which could be cool. Yeah. And have that build up for a bit. But with the women's roster, from what I understand, I again, this may not be official. But based on what I've been seeing on Raw and SmackDown, there will be a women's tag division. If you notice, there are a few teams. There's a Riot Squad. There's the Bailey and Sasha. Bailey, yeah, the Hug Connection. Right, yeah. it's called the the Boston Hug Connection. Boston Hug Connection. I don't
2: yep. think this. I think that's great that they're it, building that tag. Yeah. Division. Oh yeah, absolutely. I right. Think that's awesome.
3: My my only two takeaways from this right now, as far as the whole Ronda thing, is one last year there was a rumored match between the four horsewomen uh, it was bailey sasha charlotte becky against a, a group of uh, ufc women fighters it was gonna be ronda rousey it was gonna be uh, jasmine duke uh, and i think there were two other ones i can't recall the names right off the bat mm-hmm. that has resurfaced now vince i think last year just scrapped it and then now all of a sudden that rumor is picking up again so there's that the other thing, too, is what I thought should have been cool was um, since Shayna Baszler lost the NXT Women's title at TakeOver, my thought was she would get called up and be Stephanie McMahon's hand-picked uh, henchman to go after Rousey mm. because that's somebody that has a background and a backstory that could potentially like be a tormentor for Rousey to have someone to go after. Because look... Ronda Rousey's not going to be constantly breaking Steph or quote unquote breaking Stephanie's arm every week. There is going to be a point where Stephanie's going to have to go up against Rousey and deploy somebody to to fight her. So I I was thinking that could have been a good thing to do, but we'll see.
1: I could see the, it's like a similar authority uh, storyline that we saw in the 90s with Stone Cold and Vince. Um, Mm -hmm. I I could see the the direction I guess they're going to take with it. I okay, guess we'll so,
4: see how it uh, how it pans out over the next few months. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Not not to you no know, stop in the, uh, stop doing this match, but uh, we should start moving on to this the next match because we have to run through fun. some of these. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um, how about Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy?
1: Shit stained Nakamura. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a new nickname that we came up with him.
3: I like Nakamura though, for the record. Yeah. Go ahead.
4: Um, I was surprised because this was the first time they had an actual match. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. on SmackDown. The last right. time we saw Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy in the same ring, Shinsuke knocked Hardy in the gonads before the match actually started, mm-hmm. pinned him quickly, and then there was a weird storyline between Jeff Hardy and Orton where Orton was putting his finger in Jeff Hardy's um, what earlobe. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was making that up, but no. Jeff, uh, <laughs> Did he or... sniff it after? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, God.
0: Yeah, so I, I think that was a decent match, too. Uh, Jeff Hardy got into a couple of good spots there, though. Um, yeah. At one point, I think he was... I, I thought he got injured at one point. So he, he, uh, he landed on the, the, yeah. edge of the, uh, the edge of the apron. Swanton Bob, right into the
3: apron. That was so cool. Yeah. And I, I don't like those apron spots. I'm just going to say that. No.
0: Go ahead. Well, those in Suicide Dives are pretty... It's so yeah. easy to get. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah and I, I also think that, you know, Nakamura's style, it's very... It's a really nice style because the way that he that he makes everything look, he makes everything look so hard and so, you know...
1: King of Strong style. Yeah, it's just... It, That's exactly I it. think,
2: and I think, you know, Jeff Hardy is a good, you know, opponent for that because he has some nice falls and things of that nature, so, you know. Thanks, Bumps. (laughs) Yeah. Now, it was a good match. It
4: actually, it it was a a solid 10-minute match. Mm -hmm. Where do we see Orton fitting in after SummerSlam?
1: Can I ask a question, because I really, I don't watch SmackDown as much as I should, Um, but where, what has Orton's place in this feud, where, 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 he just pops up? He's,
4: in my opinion, he's had the best part of this feud because he's looking strong he hasn't strong. done anything <laughs> he's looking strong and taking no bumps so it's the key to longevity folks. <laughs> he's <laughs> basically terrorizing Jeff Hardy every time Jeff Hardy comes out
1: Is and it's just Jeff Hardy he hasn't done anything to Shinsuke at all
4: just mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy because now he's kind of going back to a legend killer type gimmick where he is mm. taking out mm. the people that the fans believe in because he's felt disrespected
1: so why the finger in the ear <laughs> Are you I was sure thinking. it's not
2: another three letter word? <laughs> I mean I I think that Hardy and, and not Orton that they would that. be I think that would be a good match. I, I would love I would love to see Orton try to do a uh, RKO while Hardy does a swanton bomb. I don't know Ooh, if that's possible. Right? I don't know if that's possible. How badass would
4: that be, right? Based off of where this is going, if this had if this was happening maybe later in the year, or I guess early, if this was happening maybe around Survivor Series, I would have liked to have seen Orton and Hardy at WrestleMania for the U.S. belt. I think that would have been a good mm-hmm. build.
0: See, I I think they're too big for the U.S. belt. I I I think they're more towards like Universal right. or. Well here's the yeah, problem
3: he is that, you know, you're you're trying to establish uh new faces on SmackDown. You got AJ carrying the flag, you got Samoa Joe in the mix. They I think they want to they want to showcase everybody. I, I think this having this rivalry for the US title would keep them relevant still, you know, keeping them in mid card, you know, getting eyes on them but not being in the main event. So I think it works for everybody in the, in the end.
2: Because, they you know, they've had their time. You know, s- since you mentioned, mentioned AJ and Joe, maybe we should talk about that match for sure. a second. I mean, I, I've seen both of those guys wrestle outside of the WWE ring. At, w- you, at your dojo. At, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, at, at Ring of Honor events and, and, uh, and things like that, you know. And uh, I, I... The both of them are just excellent, excellent wrestlers. Um... But you know what the the stories are just
3: I think it's going to get good because they're already putting this mechanism into play where they're incorporating a personal aspect of AJ's life into the story they're talking about his family his wife his his kids So Samoa Joe at one point in the match right towards the end got on the mic and he said uh, something along the lines of, uh, you know, I said your daddy was gonna come home but it looks like he's not gonna make it. It looks like I'll be your daddy now and then AJ just went into full rage mode, tackled him off the table, started bashing him with the chair now it's starting to pick up this edginess to it. It's not just two guys having a great match. See, that's the thing. You know, that's the thing. I think they lost well with Nakamura and AJ. I mean, because they were both faces, so they couldn't really make it into an intense personal thing. I think it was just two guys wrestling. Now
2: it's a clear heel and face story, which is classic pro wrestling. You know what? Once you said that, something just popped into my head, and and it made me think about when. Um, Triple H went to Orton's house mm-hmm. and Orton was there. He just barges in there and he starts beating him up and the white. Throws wife him is there. through the window. Yeah, throws him through the I remember window. I, remember that. Yep. I mean, how great would that be? If uh, Joe goes to AJ's house or something like with, that. With a gun. Like, 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 Brian <laughs> like Brian Right, and
3: then same thing happened with uh, Edge and Cena. He yeah. smacked John Cena's father around. Right, you know, right, so they, right. <laughs> I know. That I'd like you. to slap John that would be, Cena's father around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? That would be excellent. That would be excellent. Absolutely. I agree with you, Nick. That's great. So now that we discussed the
4: WWE Championship, I think we should go into Reigns, Lesnar... Universal title. Chris, what are your thoughts?
1: I can't stand Roman Reigns. I don't, I don't think anybody can. I can't stand him. I'm sorry. They've been trying to shove him down our throats for years.
4: I love that expression.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. What, the shove uh, or the throats. They just went back to the Ooh. Attitude Era. Um, so so I, I think at this point we should say, basically just say that Brock Lesnar looked weak.
2: In that match they made him look very weak um see i disagree because if they made lesnar look weak why did he destroy Strowman? you know what i mean no like, I, I i'm saying not, overall he's oh, strong but in that match they made him look very
0: weak right Rain but speared him a bunch of times superman punched him a few times
2: yeah 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 because Re- reigns kind of like tried to get him 100 but then lesnar came back and then Strowman's outside and he just lays into Strowman. You know, and I mean, I'm sure that everybody wanted to see Strowman cash that in at that point when Reigns got the title, but, you know, it, it's weird that they made him weak for Reigns, but made him destroy Strowman, and then they're trying to make Strowman look like this huge, gigantic, nobody-can-beat-me person after he just destroyed Kevin Owens two seconds ago. Right. You know? So, it, it just it didn't make a lot of sense to me, and then he didn't show up at Raw the day after, so I I don't know I, I there's no official word on it yet, on it yet, but I think he might be headed back to the UFC. He did look a little smaller too, so who mm-hmm. knows? I,
1: yeah. Is that why? He, is he trying to get a little leaner? Is like,
2: well, is yeah. So? I mean, he's yeah. I think or UFC. I'm not, I'm asking. Oh, I, really I, I mean, he would have he would have to because there's a weight limit. Oh, all right. No, no. I actually, no. I, I don't think, know think we've gotten to limit. this point now
4: where that. they've. Officially, so okay. I'm just gonna go out and say it. I like Roman Reigns. Get, get out, I out get Roman out. Reigns. Get out. I guess
3: I'll have to leave too because I like him. What do you want, Andrew?
4: Anybody who is in the get Shield, out. I have complete respect for. I love to death. I want to see them win as many titles as possible. Roman Reigns looks good. He is not terrible on the mic. Yes, he is. Uh,
0: he, he may have been. I'm facepalming, people. I'm face-palming yeah. people.
4: He may have been forced down our throats, but wasn't Daniel Bryan also forced down our throats?
0: He was, but at least he had a, a history. Like from Ring of Honor, everyone knew him.
2: He had his charisma on yeah. the mic. I don't like Daniel Bryan that much, Andrew. So I think that you know we have. I mean, we might be in the same boat.
4: I watched WrestleMania 30, and it was <laughs> the Daniel Bryan show. He. Completely plowed through Orton and Batista. <laughs> Orton and Batista, he plowed through them. He plowed through Triple H. First. So he destroyed all of
2: Evolution, <laughs> and everyone's cheering. He didn't F- destroy Flair, okay? God damn it! But Evolution's oh, yeah. a mystery, so he-
4: <laughs> 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 I'm just saying we've seen Roman Reigns before, and just because he looks like the typical WW... i am going to say WWF—superstar, uh-huh. big dude.
1: World Wildlife Fund
4: I <laughs> Everyone hates him But, I, I'm, but I, I do think That the general population Are booing him Because he was forced down I hate saying that phrase But yeah, forced down throats But now they've made Lesnar a heel by calling out His contract, which I think is It's not the best move Calling out his contract Because that's we're taking it now to a different level where we're going into con- I just don't like when you go into the realm of contracts and I mean everyone knows he's a part-timer. So now we're going to call that out after 6 years of him
2: being in the WWE as a part-timer. Now we decide to make it an issue. I never liked the idea of him holding the title for so long anyway with all the limited, you know, spots that he had. I I mean, I think that he would have that that Lesnar's role could be to kind of push the the talent a little bit, you know, like if, if he made really great matches, you know, like if he um, fought Reigns a few times and, and they had some really strong, crazy good matches, it would have been better, you know, if he, I, I would have loved to see him fight Strowman because everybody's making him out to be this gigantic, you know, so I would love to see like a crazy, huge fight between him and Strowman, like a hell in a cell or something like that. You know,
3: they 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 put him in the ring also at one point with Samoa Joe with Great Balls of Fire. They yeah. he had a really good match with AJ. So I, I think goodness, that goodness gracious, yeah, goodness gracious, <laughs> Great Balls of Fire. Um, I just think that this has been a long-term plan in Vince McMahon's mind to get Roman Reigns over and to mm. establish him as a guy to. Be the face of the company, so to do that, they garnered sympathy for Reigns through the greatest Royal Rumble controversial finish. They constantly talk about how the powers that be are holding Reigns back, so they were doing all these things to try to mirror, I suppose, the authority angle with Daniel Bryan to try to get sympathy. Sadly, it just wasn't going to work because I don't think the fans connected with Roman Reigns in that same way. Mm-hmm. Um, nevertheless. I think that um, we're gonna see how this plays out now because we do have a champion on RAW every week, so we'll see.
4: Cool.
0: Okay, so um, and I think the last match I don't know what you mentioned yet was uh, the New Day, uh, featuring Biggie and Xavier with uh, Kofi Kingston as uh, the manager uh-huh. uh, and the Bludgeon Brothers uh, Harper and Rowan. So um, again, I don't remember much of that match because I don't <laughs> think I was uh, paying attention to it,
1: but. uh, can can I can I ask ask what those um I guess those sledgehammers that the Bludgeon Brothers come oh yeah the out sir, with. what is foam. I feel like they're made of Nerf footballs that <laughs> like the does, ends are cut off and they're was, just pasted on a stick those are the ones that you buy at a Halloween store when yeah you want to <laughs> th- that's the only part I remember is <laughs> that they won by DQ
2: <laughs> not Dairy Queen <laughs> the, the match I itself go for it, the away. match itself though was was uh, pretty cool there was some good spots there and and uh, you know, B- Biggie showed his athleticism a lot. You know, I always like watching uh, Biggie um, wrestle because, for a big guy, he actually moves very swift. Yeah, and yeah. very
1: fast. Yeah. He did
2: that spot where he he goes across
1: the ring and he jumps through the ring like he barrels through someone through the ring. And I, I
0: think he's in the same lines of Titus O'Neil. I don't like Titus O'Neil, but he is a big dude that could wrestle uh-huh. like he.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You mean Terry Crews? <laughs> or, or
3: Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I mean, you
1: definitely got... He uh... yeah, yeah. zero reaction at Raw last night.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the the Bludgeon Brothers are a solid tag team. They're, this is an instance where, they're, where they, WWE, is completely putting 100% effort into a tag team. Like, we're starting a tag mm-hmm, team. Mm-hmm. Let's see their story through. Let's not have them tag for two months, have them break up, have them have a feud... One goes to Raw, one goes to SmackDown. I think we see that happen. Sure. We saw that happen a bunch. I think they need to value every tag team they put on TV uh, because it takes a while for tag teams to get over. It took Cesaro and Sheamus six months to get over. It took- Correct. The teamwork makes the dream work. The teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. <laughs>
0: There's also the, like along the lines of uh,
1: who was it? head cheese.
0: Al Snow and... Uh, Al Snow and C. Blackman. It worked.
1: C. Blackman it yeah. worked. Oh, right. God. <laughs> what an obscure 90s reference. Right. So, what a pull. <laughs> so, um, speaking of head cheese, uh,
0: maybe at this point we should uh, move over to the Raw segment.
4: Yeah. I think, I think SummerSlam overall was an event that happened on Sunday night. <laughs> Chris's wife. Chris's wife made delicious pesto. I think that may have
1: been the highlight of summer time.
3: Caroline was very good pesto.
1: Yes, excellent. I get that every night, folks. I didn't get any. You lucky man. No, but it was a, it was a good. I, I do think we're talking about, pesto, about I guess, we're talking think about pesto because yes, we're talking
0: about Okay, let's move over to raw. We were actually there last night. Uh, the five of us originally had tickets. Uh, Danny unfortunately couldn't make it, so we had to bring somebody else. Hashtag um, Leam. Sorry, guys. Yeah, hashtag Leam. Um, so it was actually a pretty good event. Um, we actually saw a uh, taping of main event. Uh, there were two matches as normal. It was No Way Jose versus so Mike Kanellis. Uh And the other match was Mojo Rawley. And who was the. Uh, who do you I forget. Rhino, right. Okay, so um, both matches were. I think
4: snooze fest snooze fest (laughs) bathroom (laughs) breaks Um, well this was main event to be fair so this is not we're not going to see Lesnar and Reigns on main event this is a little warm up for
1: the crowd
2: right
1: Yeah, for people to find their seats (laughs) as much as I love to see Mike Canellis I was very upset that his smoking hot wife was not there although she tweeted Maria Canellis I'm talking about Uh, her name escaped me for a hot second but she was not there, although she tweeted from the Barclays Center that she was there. So she should have come out and gave the crowd a thrill, namely me. <laughs> out, out of all the
4: gimmicks in the world, I think the weirdest one is the gimmick of taking your wife's last name. That's his gimmick. There was, there's been a garbage man, there's been the people's champion. I'm the guy that took his wife's She's last name. <laughs> there's been a clown. There's been a clown. Uh, multiple clowns under the
0: same gimmick. So dink. <laughs> I think
4: raw itself. I mean, this is it, it's always tough when you go to the arena. It's always a good time because you're with the crowd. Mm-hmm. You're there's a thousand stories. You know, um, it's a different experience for everybody. When you watch on TV, it's usually the same commercial yeah. after commercial. Because you're sitting commercial. as raw rolls on. You're sitting down. You're watching. You know, looking at your phone. You're not really paying attention. But it's always fun going But I think I think it's You know uh, Then we could all say The best part of Raw Happened At the last 10 minutes Oh yeah
0: Sure That was yes. awesome As much as we hated As much as three of us hated uh, Roman Reigns coming out um, When the Shield reunited To kick
1: Strowman's ass That was pretty On point I guess uh, Yeah um, and it came, And it came out of nowhere Really there was no, that's that's
0: Randy Orton. He wasn't there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was no buildup. There was no even mention or even a thought in anybody's head that, oh shoot, I, I guess the shield can come out right. That there was no way that anybody could have predicted such a thing. And I, I think we predicted last week that Braun Strowman was going to
0: cash in on Raw, which he did. The that never tell. rang.
4: The bell, bell never
1: rang. But wait, it's before right.
4: before we get into the end, let's just recap Raw real quick. Lashley and Corbin had a Snooze sick fest. had a sick match. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, zero crowd reaction for Bobby Lashley. Yeah, right. Zero. Everybody I, just like sat down and like took out their phones.
2: You know, I, I feel bad though because and it dragged I, on a little longer time. I actually, I actually like Lashley. Like he's he's a perfect. You know his look. Nick Nick and I could talk about the look of a wrestler all day long. Right, Nick? Well, that just sounds wrong. <laughs> no. Wait, wait.
3: The women's you, wrestlers we could talk about their look
0: all day wrong. But, yeah. but you, you you could you guys could talk about their look, but what, what do you guys like about Lashie's look? I don't like the headband. I think it's the
2: stupidest thing. Like No, I'm not talking about the headband. What I'm talking about is LeBron's headband. He's got you know, we were talk we were talking about people who have, you know ability. Like we talked about Biggie That's, that's different and, and Yeah. Yes, but his look, his his, his overall makeup. yes, his overall makeup for wrestling that he didn't look like Worf. works. <laughs> no, <laughs> he doesn't look like works. That, that was rather, around. that was rather, You know, so I mean, it's just he just they're putting him in a weird situation because when he was outside of the WWE, he was really doing well. You know,
3: no, he's a he's a freak athlete through and through, and, yeah. and for a guy his age, it's really impressive considering he's been out of WWE for so long and he comes back and he doesn't look like he missed a beat at all Um, and you know you could always count on him to have you know good matches with people and that's what he's doing right now he's working with a lot of different guys trying to to various extents get them over I mean he has to get his wins as well to maintain his strength in the card but you know, it's good that he came back. You know, he's a good addition. I'm sure he's a great addition to the locker room. And having a guy with that experience around younger guys, of course, always helps. So,
1: we'll see what happens. Chris with doesn't look impressed. No. Not, I'm unimpressed. I, I I, just... His voice. His Doesn't he have, like, a very, very, like, high voice? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me? He normal. T- very, very pleasant. Very <laughs> pleasant person to talk to. He, he doesn't have a ring presence. That's what I'm saying. He, he cannot speak on the microphone. Yeah. But well, it's just well, boring. Well, zero crowd reaction. Well, Lesnar did not have a mic presence. Yeah, that's why you pair him with with Paul Heyman, right. Who's the mouthpiece? So, are, are
0: you saying that when Lesnar, when and if Lesnar leaves to go to UFC, Lashley and
1: Heyman become? That would be a stretch, right? I, I, can't, I can't. So, I mean, see how that do you, how do you why? It? Why in the world would Heyman? Because it's not high profile enough.
3: Yeah.
2: Styling, high profile. <laughs> woo, woo.
4: <laughs> Alright, so. well that led up so that opening set the scene for the entire episode of Raw Right I and uh Battle <laughs> of Roman Reigns match was set for later that evening
0: Right, and Lashley actually ended up winning uh, using the big ending his finishing move because you guys all just looked at me at the uh, I thought that was Big E's
1: is that oh. I think it was a slight was a variation, variation of right? it. Yeah, instead yeah. of just
0: like he twists
3: the guy over so the guy lands on his right. back as opposed to his stomach. That's Devastating,
1: I'm, I'm sure. Devastating
0: right. maneuver. Yeah. Um, that basically opened up the uh, Raw. And it actually went right into a uh, promo with Angle and Heyman. And mm-hmm. Heyman explained why Lesnar wasn't there. Uh, and basically uh-huh. he asked for his rematch clause to
4: invoke it. I think this is a good time for me to bring up another side project I've been working on. So, I'm taking pictures, awkward pictures of uh, Kurt Angle. <laughs> About the year. Another show. i doing plug some heavy it. research and I'm putting it all within an Instagram account. <laughs> you guys can check it out. It'll be on our podcast, and uh, our podcast Instagram channel.
0: Shameless plug here. Um, our Twitter account is at Empty Arena Show. Last week I said at Empty Arena Podcast. Nope, that was taken. So, it's actually, <laughs> actually at Empty Arena Show so sorry about that and as well as our Instagram account it's empty arena podcast
4: empty arena podcast follow us on Instagram that's it that's all I want to tell you we don't have a Facebook account
0: <laughs> <app. laughs> so, um, so when Heyman asked Angle for the, uh, the rematch Angle basically came back and said as we say in Brooklyn forget, forget about it, about it. Um, and he, he actually basically it. said it'll be a long 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 long, long time before Brock Lesnar gets his rematch and that's a direct quote Mm. Um, however, he may be getting that at Hell in a Cell uh, on September 16th
4: So later in the evening, Corbin became the official GM of Raw Right uh, Since Kurt Angle was I guess, written off TV for a little bit mm. so I guess he was not performing to his uh To his liking
0: so that uh that that ended that segment uh and basically went right into the Riot Squad, um and Boston Hug Connection and, and Ramoon. Moon, it was a, uh, uh, three uh, uh, six uh, six woman tag team match. The Riot Squad picked up the win, right?
4: Correct. They did. And are, are we calling Bailey and Sasha Banks the Boss and Hug Connection? Is uh, this yeah, is they, official now? Yes,
0: that that is official. Uh, it's been noted on there, uh, on air essentially as the Boston Hug Connection. Okay. And they got Just- the merch. Which- to back yep. it up.
4: <laughs> oh, well, and they have the merch, and that's they have the
1: merch. That's that. Yes, but they did pick up the win, as Chris Ember mentioned. Moon, can I can we talk about Ember Moon for a hot second? Um, I really enjoyed watching her wrestle. She was outstanding. She's very good. Very very technically sound. She picks. She takes a a couple of very very good bumps. She's not afraid to jump out into the outside. I really liked her. Yeah. She's cute too. <laughs> she was the
3: one that really gave Asuka a run for her money as far as working with her when Oscar was on her mega monster run in NXT so
4: mm-hmm.
3: um yeah, yeah, you know she could go with them she could
0: really work so Amber's going to be very good, I think going forward right and uh basically that match ended uh with a uh, finisher from uh Sarah Logan it was a it was a clothesline um from hell. and it was basically followed by back, a. Uh, it was a. It basically followed a uh, meteora from Banks onto Logan off the top rope, hmm. but when Banks came back to the ring, Jinx, uh, yeah, we right quarter with the right kick,
4: boom. Right. So they isolated Sasha, laid her out, pinned her. One, two, three. One, two, three, and then we move on to Triple H explaining why he's <laughs> <used laughs> the <chasing> game. <laughs> so did any of you like? So as as we were watching that. Promo. I was waiting for Triple H to announce that Shawn Michaels would be the special guest referee. I don't know. Did you guys feel the exact yeah. same way?
2: Yeah, I was. I hoping. thought it was coming out. No, yeah. right. Chris, Chris was getting excited for yes. sure. I could imagine. There was a
1: brief point. There was a brief point uh, during that promo that uh, you know how the Titantron just kind of goes to like just does like a looping thing with Raw like it and blips out. Yeah, yeah. Out. Mm. For a split second. You thought you saw HBK's... No, no, no! It went dark. That there was like there was a, another Titantron coming up, or like there, somebody was coming out, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your heart could it for be, that and then just nothing. <laughs> I mean, I really think HBK is done. You know, he has better. to I, I think. Mean, I think. He's... I mean,
0: I he may have one more match left.
2: No, he, my... he cut his hair. It's all over. Now, now, all now he over. looks like now he <laughs> looks like a
0: middle-aged dad. Essentially, <laughs> I think um, he
4: has. Four or five matches left, but I, I think he's respecting. Yeah, his I think his right. retirement. Jinner, yeah. he's retired.
3: I think he even said himself recently because there was this whole uh, roar about well, what if AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels had a match yep. in their prime, and what if AJ and Shawn went at it now because they see AJ, you know, he's doing so well, you know, at his age considering, and and they asked Shawn, and I think Shawn said, you know what, you're not going to see the HBK you want to see anymore. I think I think he just physically. Uh, may not be able to do what he wants to do in his head that he felt no not seeing the best Shawn Michaels that you could possibly see maybe that's why he doesn't want to do it anymore.
1: And I and I can respect that. Oh, yeah. Being a fan of Shawn Michaels and, and the uh, the high profile matches that he's put on uh, in his career and yeah. to 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 not try and force it to want yeah. to have that uh, the fans idea of him as being Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah. Sure. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to prove anything anymore. Yeah, he does not have to prove a damn thing.
0: Okay, and uh, the, another match that was uh, pretty good was Ambrose and Ziggler. Uh, and this, is, this was Ambrose's first match in eight months after returning from his injury. And after returning last week, he looked like he was hulked out. So basically, he must have been working out on the time off. Um,
1: yep. So, he looked he looked good in the ring. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of ring rust. He took some bumps. It was kind of safe.
3: Yeah, yeah. He didn't do any outside dives like he normally would do. I right. think, uh, you know, maybe what's, he'll eventually do. It. I don't know.
4: What's interesting is that Ambrose and Ziggler two years ago fought at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. Yeah, which is bananas to think about it. But Ziggler, I think they could fit him in anywhere. He, if he needs to work IC, you know, mid card he'll be there if he needs to work WWE Championship he'll be there I think we have to see where this goes now between Ziggler and, and Drew something tells me that maybe a few weeks of Ziggler losing you'll see Drew turn on him kind of do his own thing Ziggler might right. kind of go back to a maybe a lower mid-card position for yeah. a while and maybe help put over somebody new
2: yeah i mean the way that mcintyre is looking i totally think that they're going to do something with him for sure oh yeah
1: but now with the shield back together does that mean that that feud is done it's kaput it's over
3: i don't think it's necessarily over because now you have the shield officially back together and you have ambrose rollins and reigns against mcintyre ziggler you know as the two heels you
0: know or more than that now, did they actually make it official that they came back and reunited the S.H.I.E.L.D., or was it just a one-night-only after SummerSlam thing to get the ratings up?
3: Well, I did see on WWE.com they came out with not one, not two, but three uh, T-shirts of the S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: saying that they're reuniting. You know, my question is, if the S.H.I.E.L.D. is together, then who's the third person going to be with Ziggler and McIntyre? It's going to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if you know, yeah, okay.
3: you could, you could, you could rotate in and out between Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens. Uh, I mean, Strowman's gonna be the guy in the middle. that's just gonna fight with everybody. I suppose. Right. He's
2: not gonna want to fight. He's with, the tweener, yeah. You know?
4: So I guess while we're still talking about Seth Rollins, we can get into the end of Raw and then go maybe to Rousey. But first, Chris has something to say.
1: I gotta tap out. I have a very angry wife at home, uh, so I gotta get home before Caroline thinks I got a girlfriend.
4: So Mr. LaSalle has left us. What a sellout. But, hey listen, he has to answer to a higher power. He sold out. Like Vince McMahon. Like Vince McMahon, he has to answer to a higher power. The (laughs) Nibit okay. Uh, But I think before we get into the ending of Raw and The Shield and Strowman uh, I think it's worth touching on the Ronda Rousey segment although it was just it wasn't a match it was a, a segment where we had Ronda it was her her party and I, I guess they they've been doing that a lot lately they've been having a party for the champion but this seemed more you know uh, a setup for a potential like McMahon Rousey feud to kind of further that back and forth yeah Right, I think I think it's modern day Stone Cold Vince,
2: where it's Ronda and Steph. Right, Mm -hmm. right, exactly. A different a different setup, just with Ronda Rousey, Mm -hmm. which which can work. I mean, there's it's definitely got the potential to Right. Now, my other question was, with that, was why? um,
0: I I think I only counted like eight women out there, as opposed to like I, I didn't realize like Nia Jax wasn't out there.
3: Nia Jax, I think, is just a way in general. I think she's dealing with some nagging injuries or something to that effect, so she just hasn't been around altogether. But it seemed, at a glance, to be very empty. Most of the of the women's roster. Although I didn't see um, Mickey James out there. I didn't see. Um, I don't know if Ember Moon was out there or not. She was. She was okay, but right. yeah, I mean, it might have been one or two absences, you know. But most of them are out there, I guess.
4: It was it was a pretty even split between faces and heels, and it was more, I guess, of a way... Right. ...to re-up the rivalry between Ronda and Stephanie, because I think no matter what they do, they'll keep going back to that, similar to how you guys are talking about McMahon and Stone Cold, that they'll keep that as a if they, rivalry.
2: If they can do it right and have Rhonda fight Stephanie's minions... You know, mm-hmm. to get to Stephanie eventually for a pay per view, I would love to see a, a a no DQ match between the two of them or something like that. Well, from what it looked like um, during that little segment, uh-huh. uh I think they're
0: gonna have a Survivor Series match because there In were like a, a five on five, five yeah. Okay. So it looked like it because be, only because it looked like the Riot Squad and a few other people helping out Stephanie, mm-hmm. and then like Natty and. I believe Sasha Banks was with Bailey. The Bailey, right? They they were with Ronda Rousey, so I I think might be a
4: might be a setup for Survivor Series. I think that would make a lot of sense, but I think you forget that Survivor Series is the only time during the year where Raw superstars take on SmackDown superstars. Maybe they'll make an exception. I hope they do because that that'd be pretty cool. Because that makes right. a lot of sense. Team McMahon against Team Rousey. Yeah. Stephanie can still compete in the match because she doesn't have to take as many bumps. Right. It's like any other tag match. Right.
2: Yet. I guess so. I mean, Stephanie could take some bumps though. She. Oh, she definitely uh, could take yeah. bumps. But it's yeah. ta-
4: you know the tag match is usually right, right. Less, where, where yeah. they put the businessman or woman in. You know, so uh-huh. they so they get their comeuppance at some point.
0: Uh huh. Uh, other matches uh, there was Elias and Kurt Hawkins uh, Elias came out and basically sang to us the usual the usual and then Kurt Hawkins came out and was like oh I'm gonna beat you I'm gonna beat you and put his uh, undefeated streak <laughs> on the line because he's yeah, not undefeated he is defeated like a... <laughs> well, his um, defeated streak I would right. say um, and of course he lost again mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't it
4: sad um, that Kurt Hawkins colors are blue and orange the same colors as the Famed at New York Mets. New York Mets and New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sad. There you go. Or Islanders, too.
0: <laughs> That's true. Who also played in the Broccoli Center. Um, <laughs> there was also the Authors of Pain and uh, Titus Worldwide.
4: Authors of Pain. AOP.
0: I think that match got no pop.
4: <sighs> yeah. It's tough. I mean, the, the Authors of Pain, these guys could, if they have a, a solid manager, Heyman, they well they had uh, Nick. What was uh, what
3: was? Uh, Paul Ellering was the uh, Ellering. Man who managed the Legion of Doom back in the day many years ago. Yes. So yes. there was this history, this this uh, nostalgia feel with having him there. But they caught him loose as soon as they got to their main roster, and so now they're kind mm. of on their own and you know doing their own thing. You know, sadly, I, I mean, as far as. Because Authors of Pain are these big monster guys, you know. The rest of the Raw tag division doesn't really have anybody, I think, that has is on that physicality level. I mean, Titus and Apollo, you know, have good matches with them. But I would like to see Authors of Pain against somebody like, you know, like a the of, Brothers like the Bludger Brothers. Yeah, that'd that'd cool. that would be a fantastic matchup. Match. They're on different shows.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you know, the other thing is uh, Titus and Apollo, they, they work well together. But I would actually like to see them... Uh, do a little bit more of singles work mm-hmm. you know Ty- Titus as we were talking about before has a lot of skill to do the singles competition I think that he could make something of himself yeah, yeah. I so mean,
0: maybe they should go on the more often
4: I mean yeah so does Apollo Cruz? he came in as an NXT call up super athletic right and they paired him with uh, Titus O'Neil as the tightest worldwide stable feel bad I mean I think Apollo would have benefited from being on Smackdown like on his own mm-hmm. separate maybe go for the US belt sure I think that's where he should be at this point in his career <laughs> um but I guess you know I guess we'll see and if they do anything with, if they mix we'll up the, the tag divisions holds. yeah
0: okay there's also uh did we talk about Scott Dawson and uh Bo Dallas
2: I think earlier we touched on it. Did we that? Yeah. Me? What about him? That's all I have to say about that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it was a,
0: it wasn't a great match. Right. But, you know, they, they basically came out as the B-team and the revival and said, oh, you know, you guys can beat us in uh, singles, but you can't beat us in tag team champions. So, um, they tried to, you know, Bodas faced Scott Dawson and uh, uh, Curtis Axel faced uh, the other guy the other guy, the other guy. <laughs> I don't know who I, I don't really like him for Wilder. Dash Wilder Yeah. Um, so I mean Bo Dallas and
2: uh, Curtis Axel both lost it, they are you know I mean yeah. look Kurt, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel could have potential futures that are very bright and I mean listen there. They're the tag champions now, so people like them. You know, they have some sort of uh, fan base, but uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, when I think about them, I think about their parents, too, and how their parents were uh, these larger-than-life characters. Right. And I don't know. Just, they don't excite me. Well, but Dallas's brother
0: is Bray Wyatt, as everyone knows. Right, right. So he's larger than... Bo Dallas in size and uh, <laughs> and
4: stature. And yeah, actually, speaking of Bo Dallas and speaking of Bray Wyatt, neither uh, neither him or nor Matt Hardy were on Raw last night, which right. yeah, a little upset by. Owens wasn't shows you how much uh, how much show they have and right. I think it's safe at this point to skip to the very end of Raw. Sure. Balor, Roman Reigns. I thought it was a pretty good match. Probably cut up, probably a little uh disjointed when you're watching it on TV. I think I I came across well in the arena itself. Um but let's talk about the uh about the Shield reunion. Nick, what do you think?
3: Um I thought it was great. I thought that it was something that they planned out pretty well to get a very good uh finish. With the live crowd being there being that brooklyn is always a very hot uh you know you could say sometimes hostile crowd yeah. well i mean not so much hostile but i mean yeah very hot very animated you know very uh hijackish if you will because like in certain cities you know the crowds like to really be very raucous and cause disrupt disruptions so we have the shield come out and reunite and they triple power bomb stroma through a table and it got a great pop. I mean, everyone was hell-bent on seeing Strowman cash in. The crowd was going nuts when he gave the referee the briefcase. We thought, you know, wow, this this might happen. But the Shield coming out, you know, people love the Shield, and they always will. I mean, it's just something that, you know, within the last five years, has mm-hmm. been one of their best creations, you know, in spite of everything that's been going on. So it looks like they um, could be together again, because I know they were trying to do something with them. Then Ambrose got hurt, and then that whole thing fell apart. Uh, Maybe they still have plans to kind of keep them going as a unit. We'll see.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that what's great about the Shield is that they they broke them up at the right time. They had them. They were super hot. They broke them up at the right time. They all became singles competitors. They all have great careers. And every once in a while, they can come back and work together and get a really nice pop when they do. So now my question
0: is, is Roman Reigns riding off of the pop of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins? Because... Seth and Dean are a tank team, essentially.
2: I mean, they were always the mouthpieces of the Shield anyway. Well, I... I always thought Roman Reigns was the
0: mouthpiece. Or Seth. Not really necessarily Dean Ambrose, though.
4: What I'm afraid of is they're using the Shield as a way of just getting Roman over
3: Reigns. I think that's what's happening.
4: And as much as... I love the Shield. When they debuted, we were at their first pay-per-view event, TLC TLC 2012. I love the shield. I'm just afraid they're doing this strictly to put Reigns over. And I'm also fearful that this is going to overshadow the Intercontinental Championship picture. Mm. Because now we have Seth who's involved in Roman's business. However, he's in a feud with Ziggler. He's the title holder. So the only way I see this going is if Seth keeps on like doing what he's doing and Dean keeps helping him out, they, they can stay as a team. Roman does his own thing as the universal champion, but like the Avengers, they only assemble when needed. When the <laughs> yeah, when the like threat that. is when too Roman big. needs them. Yeah. You, you bring
3: up you bring up a very good point, point. I didn't even realize this because when you think about the time when the Shield was first around, Dean Ambrose won the US title in its early carnation. And what happened to the U.S. title then? It kind of just went quiet. Like, you know, he had the belt. Oh, he had the belt for 200-some-odd days, but how often did he defend it?
4: He defended it maybe four or five times.
3: I I don't think this will happen now. I think that it's a different dynamic. I'm I'm hopeful that, you know, the Intercontinental title will still have its relevance on on Monday Night Raw. Then again, now, with the Universal title being a consistent presence every week, Mm -hmm. can the Intercontinental title still hold up? I'm hoping that it will. I mean, as long as... Uh, you know, you have the good matches, you have the time that it's given. I'm I'm hopeful that it still could be, you know, treated with the respect that it deserves.
4: Yeah. I was reading an article today on Bleacher Report and they ran through the benefits of the Shield reuniting, the benefits for each member. Right. So I, I really skipped just to the Seth Rollins part because I know Dean is really isn't involved in anything. He just came back so it benefits him
2: regardless. Yeah, regardless.
4: Uh, Roman obviously he gets over but for Seth they you know uh, forgot who the writer was but he was mentioning that you know this is um, an opportunity for the intercontinental champion to be in the same picture as the universal champion because as of right now after the after Seth won the belt and he started feuding with Ziegler he was kind of stuck in this weird mid card limbo upper mid card I don't know who else he was going to feud with. Um, you know, uh, outside of that, I'm, I'm trying to think of some intercontinental contenders outside of Ziggler.
3: Maybe Elias. But far Elias. Far but far he had he had
4: feuded with Elias already, right. I think. All right. So he was kind of going up the card. He was kind of start. He was starting like mid card again, kind of going up the ranks. But now we'll see him alongside Reigns for the foreseeable future. So that should have a benefit yeah. on the IC title picture but i think overall um, we'll just kind of see where this is going and hopefully it'll be fun i mean the shield you know they don't they don't disappoint um, but yeah i think that wraps up our second episode of the empty arena podcast i know we didn't really touch on smackdown or 205 live but be sure to check out our twitter handle our twitter page whatever you want to call it at empty arena show And check out our Instagram, uh, which is Empty Arena Podcast.
3: So on behalf of myself, Nick, Andrew, John, Danny, and Chris, who is not here right now, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week.